Yo, what's going on everybody? You tuned in to another episode of Motivate TL. You got your boy Trav Beasy in this thing, aka Motivate. And you got your girl here, Motown. Glad to have y'all back What up, what up, what up? It's going to be a wonderful episode today. We're just flying off the top, no schedule. We're just free-flowing with y'all today, you know. Yeah, we're just happy to have y'all listening, and we're just going to get into some stuff. So, Trav, how's your week been? So, I'm back, I'm better, and I'm glad I got my shit together, literally, because <laughs> this was the first week, y'all, I went to the bathroom, and it was just regular. I left out feeling great, but after Yay. two months of going through that food poisoning shit, but... I did have like a terrible sinus infection. I found that out. Saturday, I had had to go to urgent care because my throat was so... Morgan said something about some throat spray on the podcast last Friday, right? So I went to get some of that on Saturday, right? And it irritated my throat and made it worse. So I, I went home and I took a nap. Oh, my and, bad. No, no, no. You good? Because I had already been thinking about this spray, and I was like, yo, let me go get some. Because my throat wasn't hurting, like, bad, but it was just kind of like, I was like, let me go ahead and try to knock this out before. Um, and, of course, I had already had a sinus infection, but I was on meds for that. So, you know, I was getting better. Sprayed it, took a nap. Man, I woke up, and my throat was still kind of hurt, so I um, ate a cough drop. And it's like every time I swallowed the cough drop, it was just burning, burning, burning. Then I started moving. So you my... was Jay Holiday suffocating. Yeah. <laughs> I can't breathe. Right, you know what I'm saying? Look, yo, I started moving my tongue, bro, and I could feel the pain in my throat. I was like, yo, this is not right. I literally had to go to Urgent Care. I Googled it. I was like, Urgent Care with time to close. That joint said 7:30. It was like 7:08. Boy, I hopped up so quick. Um, and yeah. Went to do that, the doctor was like, yo, your throat is, like, terrible. Like, you look, you draining a lot. So, he gave me some meds for that. And, yeah, I only had to take the meds on Sunday. By Monday, I was, you know, I was straight. And this week right here, I've been, you know, I'm getting back to normal. So, I'm glad about that, y'all. It's been a it's been a crazy long two months. But, you know, your boy back. I'm back and I'm better. I want you bad as ever. All right. <laughs> so yeah, that's that. You know what I'm saying? So it's been a cool week, you know what I'm saying? Just been really grinding it out last week of class. So yeah. So um I took off work Monday and Tuesday. Okay, look. Y'all, I hope nobody from my job ever hear this. But I told them I had the stomach virus. But I really just needed like just a two little day or two. I feel it, yo. I feel it, bro. Like I, that be me, yo. Like I, I haven't called in sick since I started my job, and I ended up going like swimming Monday. I mean Sunday night. So like Monday morning, I was just like, you know right. what? Let me take some time to myself, and it was actually really good. But when I came back on Wednesday, Wednesday through Friday seemed like. Monday through Friday. <laughs> yo, that'd be oh the worst God. when you get the worst thinking it's about to be a breeze and it's like, yo, why does the day feel like Monday? Yeah, so other than that, it's been a real chill week for me. Just been working, getting it, Taco Tuesday in it. Taco Tuesday! So it's, you know where I get that from? Uh, LeBron James. Oh, yeah. They're so cute. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, he's like, I'm sure every dad really inside wants to be like that nigga, but it come off kind of corny, but I think it's dope. His daughter be so excited when he put the camera on. Like, yeah. <laughs> Everybody else is like, okay, dad. 
But the wife be like, <laughs> she Taco Tuesday. Here, here we go. Again. <laughs> but the little girl, she be so excited, yo. Last week he did it, and at the end, like some like, oh, that's it. <laughs> he was like, well, let us spit at the end. <laughs> like, yeah, nigga, you just spit on everybody, <laughs> seriously. But yeah, that's but, dope. Yeah, it's been a pretty boring week for me. Um, hopefully, you guys have been doing some exciting stuff. Exciting stuff. Let us know. Um, tonight, actually, me and Trav are going for somewhere. the first time in a long time. Oh yeah, we, we ain't been out together in a yeah, minute. It's been a minute. And what's crazy Actually, is the, since your birthday. Yeah, the the place that Trav wants to go is the same place I went last Friday after the podcast. Right, that's crazy. But I had a good time there, and it was so crazy because I told my cousin Stacia like, "Oh, I went to this place Friday, and I need to bring Trav with me next time." That's crazy, yeah. I definitely said that, and then. So be it. Trav invites up. me to the same exact place. And so. shout out to my homie Billy, man. He having his album released at the spot. Um, we gonna hopefully we can have him on the show next week. But if not, y'all just forget I even said that. But um, yeah, he's releasing his album. Um, I'm in the band with Billy, so he can Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> That's why he changed his name. So his name is actually Ray Walker now. It used to be Billy Ray Walker, but when Old Town Road became what it became. He had to switch it up. So he must be from South Carolina, which is he from Dallas. With the name Billy Look, Billy Ray. Billy Ray Walker. <laughs> we be on him all the time about that name. But uh yeah, he's a dope uh dope singer, man. So definitely excited to I actually already heard a few songs from the album. It's pretty lit. That nigga old nasty, old dark skin ass, nasty nigga. Like, <laughs> yeah, that nigga I, be having me rolling. He keep me he keep me in tune as a dark skin. You know, he hold me true to my dark skin side, you feel? You don't have a dark skin I side, definitely, you know, I definitely Listen, what's funny is, right, half of my niggas that I'm actually cool with, that I rock with, are dark skin. What do that mean? I'm dark skin. That, that's not how that works. That's how it works. Anywho, speaking of music, what what all been going on in your music life? <laughs> so, what we got... Um, PJ Morton came out with the album today. I love Listen PJ Morton. Listen to Morgan. it today. So, that ready? Yes, yo. That nigga is dope, yo. And the thing I love about him is, you know, PJ is so musical. And his music is authentic. And it's just dopeness, man. Y'all make sure y'all go check that out. The name of the album is Paul. Um, this is his second album within, like, the last year. So it's pretty dope. He's just working. And he's on tour now. Yeah. So yeah, maybe we so. can go hit that concert. Yeah, 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 we should. I actually know somebody that signed to his label, my my boy JoJo. Uh, so shout out to him. But, uh, yeah, PJ doing his thing. Uh, Rick Ross, uh, Port of Miami. I got one more um, thing to say about PJ. Oh, go ahead. Y'all, the song Ready is so dope. Yeah. Like, the verses is five, but when it gets to the chorus, yeah. that beat slow down and it just rides. Yeah, y'all listen to that today, like yo, that's it. I probably listened to it like three times. Already. Yeah, so that's all I want to say. Port of Miami too is nice. I love the summer rain featuring yeah. Summer Walker with the rain SWV Bye. um sample. Yeah. It's dope. Uh, one thing I can always depend on Rick Ross is some dope ass production, yo. Like he is definitely Maybach Music. When he puts out an album, yo, the production behind that joint is dope. Between him and Kanye West, they are definitely two of my favorites when it comes down to just a well-rounded project. Yeah, yo, it's, it's just good music, start to finish. Right, and I'm not even big on hip hop, but it makes me want to listen to 
that album because of how dope the production is. So and his music is definitely just some sit back and ride. Yeah, and relax ride with music, girl. y'all. It's fat nigga music. Like I hate to say <laughs> you that. Gotta see, yeah, I, I feel <laughs> you on that. Though. Just, just sit cool. back, riding cool, top. You know, top back. You know, what I'm saying I don't got no drop top, but you know. No, I feel the vibe. Me either. You know, <laughs> you definitely get that vibe though when you listen to the music. Drop man. top Fiat coming soon. Hey, you was in one one time though. Oh yeah. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you, you know my nigga might pull up on me in a drop top matching Fiat's. Anywho, they did also <laughs> in music. Of course, this has been like one of those weeks with music. But they released somebody released this top rap rappers list, list and yeah, it was. It was pretty funny. Um, Joe Budden was number three, and even he clowned <laughs> himself <laughs> as being number three. He, he was trending off that, though. So, I mean, all publici- any publicity is it's good, good publicity, publicity, you know? I'm fucking that word. But, yeah, I thought that list was pretty funny, though. Mo, if you had to say your top five rap rappers, hip-hop artists, what you got? No order. This is off the dome. Off the I dome. have not thought about this at all. I would have to say, and and my top five is my top five of who I would go to and listen to. I'm not gonna say it's just the top five of all time, right? Respect because what I like to listen to might be different, you know. So Drake is definitely in there. Okay. Even though he's, he's gotten a little washed in When I thought about that today, I said, Mo, Mo definitely going to include Drake in her Drake is in there. Um, Big Sean. I feel like Big Sean does not get the respect that um, he deserves. Like, a lot of these niggas is on because they kind of bit off of Big Sean early flow. With, uh, the, with the synonyms and the little... He, he been on that kind of like... Uh, lyricist. Yeah, he got his vibe. I, I I fuck with Big Sean. I do. I do. I definitely do. I wouldn't put him in my top five, though. He's definitely in my top five. Um, damn, I still got three more. Three more. I would have to go with Kanye West. Okay. Definitely. Okay. My boy. Um, he in my top five. Jay-Z. Okay. And you know what? I don't even listen to that much Jay Z, but what I do listen to is of quality. Mm-hmm. And he's just such an influential person. Yeah, absolutely. That I agree. I don't care if I never heard a Jay Z song. Like I know just how much influence he does to the black community and everything. He he got to be spitting something real. Yeah, like, nah, for sure. I, I definitely became not. like a fan of that nigga when I went to the first on the run. Uh, concert and me seeing how they put the two together it actually like had me engaged in Jay-Z as a a rapper as well um I've always listened to you know his music like you said it's just how influential he is as a person but um after that tour I was definitely rocking with Hope. he's on my top five as well then I guess I gotta say Andre 3000 oh three stacks okay so what I have Drake Drake Sean yep Sean Carter Andre 3000 and you said, damn, you definitely said five. Maybe I didn't. Fuck that shit. That's that's my people. Yeah. <laughs> so what you got, Trey? I got Hove on the top fives as well. You said Kanye West. Kanye West, person. yeah. Yeah, which is, this is no order for me either. So, um, actually, three of your five. Is in yeah. your five. <laughs> uh, definitely Hove, Kanye West. Uh, Andre 3000 He definitely one of my favorites Oh uh, Drake didn't make tracks Drake didn't make Oh no, nah, Drake definitely didn't make I'll have to get Wayne Wayne goes in my top five 
Okay, let me cut out. Let me cut out Drake for one. Okay, okay, I'm with you on that. I would, out of How your did five, I that? yeah, Wayne definitely in my top five, and I don't know where I would place either one of these, but J Cole, Kendrick, and Wale Damn. are definitely. It's no such thing as a top five. It, it's so hard, right? Yours. It's so hard. Like I couldn't pick between them three, but um, lyrics is wise. They're definitely say within my top ten. I'll say that. You know. Okay, what I'm can I say this? Yeah, I think I think Lil Wayne is the greatest rapper alive. Of course, you would say that. I, I mean, he's up there. But, I can't I give mean, him greatest that's rapper. That's my like growing up experience. And he, you know, he self proclaimed himself as the greatest rapper. So you know, that's all about the energy you put out, and that's that's kind of what they tell you to do. Words and. He was a hood nigga that had a vocabulary that knew how to lay that shit. If if Wayne was on your song in 2008 to yeah. 2012, it was number one. Like, I mean, everybody has their run, but that was my prime prime. And shout out to them for putting those ceilings, the mixtape on Ooh, all streaming platforms. I don't know if it's got there yet, though. Um, if it's on Apple Music, y'all finna see me. No silly. Yo, that that joint was lit right there. <laughs> that joint was lit. Nah, it ain't on there yet. But um, they did. I did see they're it on Twitter to. that they oh, that they supposed to be putting it on there. That's all I'm finna be playing. Oh yeah, everybody gonna be rocking that. Like it just dropped. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Ti is somewhere in my my. I fuck with Ti. He's not my in my t- um, top ten. Yeah, he he's in my he's in my top ten. If I'm adding the Kendrick Lamar's, the J. Cole's, and the Wayne's, I don't think T.I. makes my ten. But that's what's up. Yeah, yeah. Um, they also had a top R and B list. So you know, me being an R and B head, I had to you know give my input on that. So if do you have a top five for uh, R and B mode? Let me hear yours first. Top five. So I know we ain't rocking with Kells right now, but it's no way. Oh hell no! Nah. It's no I way though. Give him no it's no way. I'm just saying. Care. Aside from the allegations, that, but it'll you know? never be spoken. But I get it. I get it. But he's somewhere in there. But because of what's going on right now, I had to take him out. Thank you. you. I had to. You shouldn't even brought it so, up. Uh, <laughs> don't do. <him. laughs> Although you, the, the man already going through it right now. Like he's not getting out. Like okay. he's not. You know. But yeah, that's that. But you know, we can't take away from what he's contributed. Okay, go ahead. But Who's the next four? Michael Jackson. Uh, Top five, dead or alive? Dead or alive. Dead or alive. Come on now. But if we got to stick with alive, I still got five. Tank in there somewhere. Um, no no order. Uh, Chris Brown, definitely Usher. Uh, Beyonce, got to throw her in there just because she's just the greatest entertainer of all time. The GOAT for sure. That's alive. Joe. Like, I like, you know, just some good old school R&B. You know, I'm on that. That 90s vibe. The new addition, but it's a group, so it's not like one person. But boys, the men, you know, it's just a lot of good R and B. It's hard to do five R and B too. But I just thought it was interesting that I'm sure somebody did the R and B list just to kind of ruffle some feathers. And Jacquees was nowhere on there. Oh, we knew that exactly <laughs> for sure. But um, yeah, so that's my. I would I would have Tank. I would definitely have Chris Brown for sure. We got to Beyonce. Jill Scott. Okay, Jill. That's my it. girl. And she be stuck in that microphone like <laughs> And Erica Vadu. Nice list. Those I'll are people that I can listen from the beginning of their catalog to the end. For sure. Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill. Dang. Why when you said the beginning five? of the catalog to the end, it's like, yeah, you got to go throw Lauren in there. Five yeah, I read. so hard. Ooh, you, yes. you know, with the females. Um, definitely some good. Sometimes I shave my legs and sometimes hey. I don't. Uh, 
I wish I could play the guitar. Right. Oh, I got you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah, I just thought that was interesting. Um, that Of course, that happened this week in music. So, um, I don't think anything in the social media streets that caught your attention this week. Well, my new business endeavor kind of came from the social media street. Yo, more, yo, Mo is on to something, y'all. Mo is on to something, yeah. I'm going to let you talk about it. So, guys, I started a new business endeavor that went left very quickly. But um, today, I woke up and I decided that I'm going to start selling my feet for pictures of my feet for money. Um, so I did a lot of research all day today at work. I've just been watching YouTube videos about what sites to go to, how to find sugar daddies who just want videos and pictures of your feet, da 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 Got all of this started. Uh, text text my guy, like, will you take some pictures of my feet for me so I can do this? And at first he's all like, yeah, sure, cool. So all day today, I'm lining up people who want pictures of my feet, getting quotes, getting how much they'll pay, which is a lot of money. I'm not going to say how much, but it is a lot of money people will pay for your feet. Which is crazy. She showed me that and I'm like, what? Yeah, it's a lot of money. So um, I thought that I was going to get off work and get a pedicure and tonight get some professional pictures taken of my feet. Then my dude pretty much said... I guess he thought about it over the day and was like, well, if you start selling pictures of your feet, what it, what are you going to be selling next? And I'm like, nothing, just my feet. I just want to make this bread. I feel him on that, though. I do feel him on that because it's just like off top, it sounds great, but you just never know, you know. Well, I have two guys in my DMs right now trying to pay three-figure digits for... Pictures Which of is my crazy feet. to me, yo. And like, now she I'm kind of like, like yo, I want to be respectful, but I also, can I just do it two times? Can I just, like, <laughs> so I have to tell y'all how that goes. But y'all ladies, if you are single and not answering to nobody or not talking to nobody who you're trying to it's really a come up now. build it's a come with, up. it's definitely a come up. Get 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 on this research. Get on these apps. It's a come up. Fans only, only fans, whatever it's called. It's another app called Kink. And basically, you just put your cash app, PayPal, whatever, into the app, and they'll send the money directly to you for the pictures of your feet. Now, it is levels to it because people can find feet pictures anywhere online. So pretty much it's going to like the more they ask you to do at your feet, the more expensive it's going to be. Somebody might want to see you stick a toe in a jar of peanut butter. Somebody might want to see you rub your foot all Yo, over your iPhone. Really like feet. Like. Yeah, some people might want to um, see your feet, see you take off your socks after you've been off, off of work all day. Or something like that. But you don't have to show your face or anything like that. They just want pictures and videos strictly of your feet. I know a lot of black women don't do it. So I think it's a better market for us. Because I guess we really don't be into that kinky stuff like that for real. But the white men love black women feet. And I got so excited today. I think I'm going to make some money. I still might make some money on a low. Shh. <laughs> but, uh, we gonna see how it works out. Hey, it's a little we'll come up. You works. know, and I wouldn't just be, you know, I wouldn't let my girl just freely do it. I probably would give a hell about it too. Just being honest, because like you know, like Dan said, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> you know, like he said, 
you know, you never know what it could be next. You start making this amount of money, next thing, you know, you like, yeah. oh, 5000 if you sell your vagina. Right? Yeah, you feel me? Now you ask for a few racks. So it's like, uh, well, it's just my vagina. It's, it's not just my a picture. <laughs> next thing, you know, you're pulling up for 10 stacks. Hey, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I might have to be single uh, all the way for all that. <laughs> I know that shit. Find but, someone who loves me for me. <laughs> and how I make these coins. Yo, so yeah, I feel it on that, you know what I'm saying? But, but I mean, fellas, let's hear I'm your top, opinion if you up. want your girl, if you will want your girl, let's say, getting 500 to to $1,000 for feet videos. How would y'all feel about that? Yeah. I feel like most niggas would be like, yeah, but maybe when... When they start seeing the video, yeah, and that you actually do have to have conversation with these people. Exactly. So it's like you are giving a certain part of yourself, whether it's real or not. I mean, although you may not be that invested into it. And a lot of these men want you to talk uh, very disrespectful to them. Like, shut up. Da, 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 this is my feet. That's all. Don't talk to me like that. La, la, la. But then other men want you to be like, yes, daddy. This, that, daddy. You know. Yeah, nah. You might get, you. yeah. It, it might be our time and you trying to make you some money. And it's like, yo, get off your Well, phone. no, but you could tell them like, oh, I, I'm only available for one hour. Da, da, da. Like, you run the show, really. Oh, okay. I mean, it's something to think about, you know. I, 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 I wouldn't necessarily be... Recording these videos for my girl. You do it on your time, yo. Just, you know, I'll eat when you feed me. <laughs> no, that's real. <laughs> if you going to take me out, I don't know where you get your money from. You know what I'm saying? But uh, off top, yeah, it's just like, mm, I don't know. I would definitely have to think about it. All right. Well, now that we got that out of the way, what you got for us today, Trav? Oh, you know what? Fuck that. I got some motivation. Yeah, we should. We didn't even start off with the motivation, right? We didn't, but y'all finna get it slap dab in the middle because what, what did we tell y'all today? We, we just free flowing, you know. What I'm going saying? with the flow. So, um, this motivation kind of really stood out to me. It's something super simple as usual. Um, I heard this on a on the Tyler Creator album, which I talk about all the time on here. But then I went to church Sunday, and the pastor said the same quote. From the Tyler Creator album that I was already kind of wondering about this quote. He said it. I know he's never heard Tyler Creator. I was about to say, did he get it from Tyler No, I know he's never heard it. So maybe it was like meant for me to hear. And then it caught my attention the first time I heard it. But then I heard it again at church with no correlation. And it was almost like confirmation that this might mean something for me. Mm-hmm. But um, basically, the quote is, sometimes you have to close a door to open a window. So basically, it was broken down to where, you know, doors might be closed or the easy way that you think you're going to make it, which, you know, the easy way out is to walk out of the door. Mm-hmm. But when the door is closed or you have the door shut on you or maybe sometimes you have to say, hey, I need to take a different path. You have to use your mind. You have to use your brain and think about how am I going to get out of this situation. That's real. You know what? I'm going to open this window and climb out. And it might be a long fall down. It could be a step out of the window. You don't know. But you know that that door access, that your comfort zone that you're used to is not available anymore. That's good, man. That is good. So, like, I heard that once. And I'm like, what does he mean by that? That's crazy. And then I heard it at church. And that was like a whole breakdown. And I was like, you know what, God? 
I'm going to be going through some stuff that's pretty unconventional. Yeah, and I'm going to have yeah. to use my mind to get to where I want to go. Because just filling out applications and going to work every day or just waiting for things to come to me through a door is not going to happen. Right. I'm going to have to use my mind, dig in deep, and climb out of some windows. That's real. Hey, you got to find your way out there. It's crazy because I was talking to... My nephew this week, um, and he is kind of dealing with going to a new school and stuff, and he wants to go to a school that he's comfortable in. You know, and I've been straight telling him, like, man, it's not going to happen for you in comfort zones. You know what I'm saying? Most of the time in comfort zones, we get the big head, and, you know, this illusion is kind of built to us that we're doing more than what we are, but it's like, yo, you're in your comfort zone. So in order for you to really grow... You have to get out of your comfort zone. So, shoot, we so used to going out the door and closing, you know, you might got to jump out of that window and say, y'all. And like you said, it might be a long fall down. But, you know, once you get up, dust it off, you're back on your feet again and you running. Definitely. So, so I hope y'all got something out of that because I definitely did. Also been going on in the media this week, man. This is like a more serious side of... And everything, but definitely want to send out prayers and condolences to all the families that you know are dealing with the this mass shooting, uh, these mass shootings because it was like three different ones. I, it's I think it might be more than that now. I think something happened in Chicago. And, oh, I don't Dayton, know. Yeah. One happened at the was it the Garlic Festival or something in L.A. Um, I think that one was probably like a week ago or so or, or so, but. Yo, that's crazy. So, with that whole situation is, like, it's so freaking sad that the, what is the NRA, is so tied up in the politics that they just can't ban these lethal weapons, like military mass. Like, why are... Nobody needs that. Some of these serious, you know, you got AK-47s that's just, like, loosely in the street. Like, that's crazy to me. So my thing is, people are like, oh, my right to bear arms and all of this. You can still have a right to bear arms and and get guns, but certain guns should just be banned. And I don't care how much money we make out of them. If you're in the military, yeah, you can have them while you're in active duty or whatever. But for a regular person to have it, it's stupid. And you can't sacrifice you having these cool guns for the lives of innocent people. That's what I don't understand as Americans. Like, we should all be able to come together and think, would I rather have this cool gun that's more than self-defense? Because that's gone way past self-defense. And then my kid go to school and, and get shot. That's that's how I look at everybody who owns those type of assault rifles who isn't willing to give up that right or fighting against those kind of bills. When your child goes to school, they are still capable of being a victim of a mass shooting. If your child goes to the grocery store, if your wife, if your husband goes to the grocery store, they are easily able to be a victim and you love that gun more than any person in your life you love if you're fighting for those laws and to me I just don't understand it I don't understand what type of political hold it is or what kind of money they're giving the government to keep this stuff going on but I don't understand and it should be an easy fix but I just don't get it yeah no it's crazy I mean you not only school, like an elementary school, you got Walmart. That's what I said, grocery church. Yeah, school. like it's like, just, you if, can't even if go to church. If there's anybody you love, they are a candidate 
to be shot in a mass shooting. Because you never know when this junk gonna happen. You know, people just, the movie theater, you know what I'm saying? Shootings that happen there. And Festivals, another people thing, trying to have a good time and stuff. These bitch. are white right. supremacists or whatever, but they're, they don't care who's in sight. They're killing white people, black people, Mexican people. They don't care. They're just letting it rip. So it's like, I at least thought the white folks would have stood up for the white folks. Yeah. But they stand up for their guns first. <laughs> and it's crazy to me. I was listening to something this week. And uh, um, I can't think of the guy's name, but he's on Fox News. He said that white supremacy is a hoax. You know what I'm saying? Like, what? And, of course, he would say that because it doesn't, you know, affect him. Yeah. Or he doesn't really see the effect of it. Because, like you said, people are killing white people. They're killing, you know, all types of people. Although, the one in El Paso, um, I think more Mexicans yeah, um, were killed, killed than anything. So, I think Mexico is trying to trying to do something with the government, with the U.S. government, like sue them. I'm not, I'm not sure what's the correct term for it. But they're trying to, you know, do some type of punishment or comfort them some kind of way because of the, them being a target. Um, something else that happened this week, the girl came home from school and their parents had been taken um, and I think it was in Mississippi or Missouri or something like that. But the little girl was crying. She came home from school and her parents had been taken by ICE. You know, ICE has been doing oh, the... Oh, yeah, I did see that. The, um, the sweeps. <laughs> the sweeps, you know what I'm saying, which is sad. Um, and I mean, there's two sides to that story because most of these people know that they are here illegally. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw, you know, certain things about, you know, you go to other countries illegally, then you could die, you know. So for them to just be, you know, taken away or I just don't agree with these children being separated from their families, you know what I'm saying? Or these children being in cages and being in these centers and stuff, man, this is sad. And Right. I don't understand why the kids have to be separated from the parents. Right. You know what I'm saying? Which it. It says a lot about America as a whole because we're supposed to be the land of the free and these people come over. It's not like a person can get a job without having to fill out an application to be reviewed. It's not like they're obviously not registered to be here. It's not like that's a secret. You can't yeah. do anything without it. You know, you need a social, you need... I mean, it's under the table work, I guess. Right, right. But, it's definitely under the table. But they're really not taking legit jobs. Exactly. Well, they can be because people rather pay under the table people than go through that legit stuff and just pay those people under the table. But it's still just like, hey, I see how it affects. Get, make us the process easier. easier. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I see how it affects us, but don't don't make it harder for them. Or you know what I'm saying? Don't just put these people in cages like they aren't people. You know what I'm saying? I think that's crazy, man. We definitely got to get this nigga Trump. Out of here. Out of here, yo. Like, I'm so scared, though, because the way it's looking, it looks like it's going to be a three-peat, a repeat. Man, listen, don't speak three-peat. Uh, no, that's what Charlamagne said. Yeah, you know, they already saying that he's trying to some kind of way change up a law to where he can, he just can be, be the president forever. Listen. Oh, Jesus, you got to come down on that one, man. We got to do something about that. That's why it's so important, though, for now. Um, I don't think that'll happen, though. I think by the time a third term come up, we should be so fed up with this to where, yo, it's no way around them cheating the system. Somebody got to kill him before Listen, the second it's, it's got to happen. You know what I'm saying? It's going to have to happen. Where the little martyr girl at? The little who be like, hey, soldier girl, can I get a minute? Hey, 
I don't know who you talking about. I'm going to have to show you that video later. But while she was wilding out, wilding out on the Marta, I guess she was like on bath salts. She was high or something. Yeah. And she go, anybody want to see young Jeezy kill George Bush? It's an assassinate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she was wilding. Just imagine yeah. coming home from school and seeing a, a lady wilding out on the news on yeah. the Marta bus. Super monumental. If you're from Atlanta, you'll know what I'm talking about. But anywho. Yeah, not me. I ain't from here. So. What's next, Trav? So, another thing that I heard this week. This is just back to us being us now. That was the serious side of it. I was listening to something this week. And they were talking about the difference in the beliefs as far as astrology versus energy. Religion versus science. Um, and I thought it was interesting because growing up. That wasn't something that I believed in at all, to be honest, especially astrology. I just um, knew I was a Scorpio. Right. I knew I, was, I knew I was a Virgo, but I literally had no idea what that even meant. You know what I'm saying? But what's funny is they teach numbers, you know, what I mean? in religion. So like seven being the number of completion, you know, eight being the number of new, new beginning, beginning, which really is like. Coincide. Yeah, it coincides with that, uh, which goes into my point about religion they teach you what they want to or they apply to what they feel like is relevant for their lives um but the interesting thing about astrology is when i i started dating this girl and she was definitely like all into oh god the science of it and i was like girl if you don't shut up i'm a rising virgo and a moon sagittarius and she's like oh we not gonna work because you're this and this trade and this and i was just like y'all believe in god you know what i'm saying <laughs> so if it's meant to be it's meant to be and i do still believe that you know i i don't believe that there are two signs that perfectly align. i don't think you're supposed to be with your sign though. i just don't i don't know if that could work you know i don't know if i, I could deal. Tried it. We about killed each other. i don't know if i could deal with somebody that's you know i could deal with somebody that has you know some things that we can relate to but um i don't think i could deal with it but when it comes down to astrology in regards to the stars aligning and i you know i know some people have that stuff studied down to a t like and it just hasn't been something that i necessarily focused on but when it comes to energy I do believe in the energy that you put out, you get back in. You know, that's the same thing. Biblically, you reap what you yeah. sow. That's the same the thing. The golden rule. Yeah. You Everything know. is based around that. Yeah. And it's like karma. Yeah. All of that stuff has a lot to do with energy. So I just think it's funny how we have the separation with it all. But at the same time, you can't, you know, I haven't believed in it. I um, mean, in religion versus science. Now, science is definitely, which astrology um, numerology, all of that stuff is within that same family of science. Um, but of course, science, they believe that we've been conceived by monkeys and all of that stuff, which that is like far to me. You know, they believe that being a science major, it's really not far because we are so similar to monkeys, right? It's evolution. But I mean, I'm kind of conflicted on my views too because explain. Only because that makes much more sense than two humans popping out of the sky. Agreed, though. Now, when you get to the bottom of thinking like, yo, how does that work for real? <laughs> it's like, okay. Because think about trying to explain to somebody that, oh, God, just think about trying to explain to a person who has no belief in God at all. 
about this this being just being that person. It's it's just like it's nothing to explain. It's just like he's him. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, yo, how does that work? Like, what you mean he's just him? And we've just been taught to believe that. Stop trying to think about it. It's just it's it exactly. Is what it is. And I mean, I'm a person that's always kind of been a like. I want to know how stuff works. Me too, yo. And me too. I always tell my mom this because we we get into it a lot about this. I'm the mama, and that's the explanation. I'm like, okay, well, I'm 26 now. When I was five, you saying I'm the mama <laughs> made sense. But now I want a better understanding of why you're telling me to do this. What is going to be the effects if I do it your way and if I do it my way? And then I can compare. But um, it's the kind of same thing with religion. He's got, this is what happened. This is what the Bible says. I was actually talking with a friend um, yesterday. And he was basically saying he was reading a lot of stuff from the Old Testament that people still put into practice today when judging other people and, you know, all that stuff. But there's a New Testament that kind of revises. That did it all. You know, pretty much did everything. I think as time is evolving, there needs to be a newer testament. A new, new (laughs) New testament times too. You can't have somebody from a thousand years ago explaining what we should do in this technology-based world now. We need to know why we're doing stuff. Just Adam and Eve popped up out of thin air. He took a rib and a woman came out. Like, I love to believe it. And I and I, and I yeah, almost yeah, I, wholeheartedly <laughs> believe it. I almost. Like, 98% of me wants to believe that's true. But that's just because that's what I'm taught. Right. If I was here I doing you. research myself and was, like, just this real master scientist, I'd probably say, oh, the world started off with a microorganism that grew into an organism. And then that organism grew into this and that. And then from that, it became, you know... All the way to monkeys and to humans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's it's definitely something to think about. But I just I try not to put too much time into it because when it comes down to me and my future and what I want to accomplish in life, I'm just I'm big on the energy side of it. You know what I'm saying? It's just I I can expect to get out what I put into it. If I put good into the world and I can expect to get back good, you know, and I've experienced now I've experienced some things spiritually that I feel like only God Same. can do. You and know I believe there is a God and I believe he can do the impossible. But guess what? The, the things that I do believe he can do the impossible are things that he helps us with in our everyday life. Um, and I, like I said, I do believe that in Adam and Eve. It's just like sometimes I want to know why. Yeah, and I when, so, when somebody else is. comes <laughs> with something and, and is telling me why, that makes logical sense that they can trace back. It's just kind of it makes more sense. It's like you you wanna you're attracted to that more because it's like okay, I can see that point, but nobody in church is gonna be able to really explain that to you other than it is what it is. Believe it. Get out of my face. It's almost like, um, you know how the Native Americans pass down the stories. Yeah. Like, and these stories are just passed down from generation to generation to generation to generation. And you believe it. Because you're hearing these stories, you're going to Sunday school when you're two and three years Mm -hmm. old. It's all you know and it's all you're going to believe in. Sorry if I offend anyone, but those are my thoughts on it. I mean, nah, and I just thought it was interesting once I heard it because um, actually what I listened to, the girl was like, I don't believe in no religion. F all that Jesus stuff. And, it, you know, I don't, 
I don't get that far into it. Like, I'm not saying F it. Yeah, no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But um, I think it's just, I'm always intrigued when people give their perspectives on it. I got a homeboy who was just like, man, you know, even when it comes down to life on other planets, he was just like, I don't think it's fair that we have to be so arrogant to think that we're the only living beings on this in this world, on this not in this world, but in the galaxy, period. Um, and it always intrigues me when people say certain things about that because it gives me an opportunity to just hear another perspective of it. So I just thought that was interesting. Texted to Morgan and, you know, we just decided to just kind of throw that in this week since we just free-flowing on everything. So with that being said, enough of that talk. Let's get into our Instagram questions for the week. Um, Mo actually had a really interesting question that, you know... Always kind of sparks some conversation, so we just gonna so just breeze through mine real say, quick. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> real quick, real quick. It's funny though because I was actually gonna say something about uh, age and dating, like what's an okay age to date, but I didn't do it. Don't had, be bringing in my question. Had I put Talk that about your question? Okay, uh, so had I put that question though, we would have literally had the same question, which is crazy to me. But I put, at what point in dating do you cut your team off? Your t- oh, your whole team. Your whole team. When, when do you cut off your hoes? Okay, so me personally. Or do you cut off your hoes? I'm so bad. I am so bad with this. Because if I really like you, it could be day three. I'm just all Everybody in. cut off. I met my soulmate day three. And by day five, I'm crying. Oh, you had your heart broken. I know. Oh, a sure. lot of times. <laughs> I know. Because a when you do that, where do you go? But if it's somebody that I'm just... Uh, giving a try like well he seems to be nice but that that connection that vibe didn't just click instantly then I'm keeping them hoes until damn near they say like are you gonna be my girlfriend yeah but if like if I vibe with you I, I'm a bet I cannot but I feel that only, be, only because though it's like you got that vibe it's like you only want to spend your time with that person because and it's they're like, giving we gotta, me everything I want yeah and it's like we got a connection so it's like it is what it is um, but the only reason why I said you got your heart broken is because you put all your eggs in that basket that nigga end up moving on and now you like yo Damn, niggas ain't shit because you done cut off all of them. Oh, you know I definitely got my heart broken. I just think that when it comes to... On. When it comes to... Spit on. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> she been, y'all. Let me know how this moment. <laughs> no, nah, but when it comes to dating, like, I give a lot of advice to my homegirls and they be like, what am I What am I going to do? Like, do you think he ever going to talk to me again? I'm like, the only reason why you're thinking about this so much is because you don't have anybody else to take your mind off of that individual, you know, which kind of mess up your whole thing because girls put their, like, my last relationship, it really didn't work out because my girl had way more free time than I did. So she had more time to put these stories together in her head and say all of this wild stuff. So when I come to the crib, it's like... She done thought of a whole concoction. Yeah, it's like, yo, where do you get this stuff from? You know what I'm saying? So when it comes to dating, I definitely don't think the first three days is enough time for you it's to be cutting your hoes It's not off. enough time. And I know that. But sometimes you really are captivating so do you? So you probably one of those people that still believe in love at first sight. Oh, definitely. You do? Yes. You believe that can happen? Yes. Oh, man. I mean, I believe. I feel like I'm in it now. <laughs> I just <don't> <laughs> Shout out to Black Love, man. But now, like, I I don't really believe in that. I I think that it can happen because 
it, you know, you never know. You might vibe with a person, but I don't think that there was a certain time. It's just you both got to know that it's right. You know what I'm saying? You got to have a certain level of trust in each other to actually say, okay, let me cut off everybody. And it depends on where you are in your, um, your phase of dating because you might have somebody that you just enjoy having sex with. You just going to cut that nigga off when you find a new nigga. It's like, uh, you know. I don't enjoy having sex with anybody that I'm really not mentally tied to. Okay, so I can have this conversation tied. with you. But I've had girls that will straight up say like, yo, I'm just rocking with this nigga. You know, who, who I've given advice to. Nobody yeah. I fuck with. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, a girl, homegirl said, you think I should tell him straight up that, you know, it's going to be hard for me to cut him off because I just got a good sexual chemistry with him and I like the fuck. It's like, yo, that ain't gonna work. You ain't about to just be dating me thinking you just gonna be sliding your way over to that point. Smashing and dashing. You know what I'm saying? So, the, really the only interesting answer that really I got from that is somebody said you don't. You just re you redirect your time with each person, which that's fair. And I can say this as well. Um, a lot of people that I have talked to or just like messed around with, I can honestly say I have had a real deal friendship with and I can also tell them like hey I'm really interested in, the, in another guy now like and I'm really happy and we are such good friends and it just you know I could tell either we aren't on the same page or da 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 first of all when you're just talking to somebody especially when you're not sexually involved with them you really are just friends that might flirt a little bit yeah so it's nothing to just take the flirting out and keep it strictly as friends and be respectful about it because that way even if it doesn't work out you still have a friend so you throwing it back on the first night the first date am i having sex on the first mm-hmm. date you okay with, with i'm you. not opposed to it okay at all. If you vibe with the person. Exactly. It is what it's, it is. it's definitely, um, I've been in one very unique situation. I was celibate for maybe a year and a half, almost two years. And I went to go visit this guy in Nashville. And it was literally the first time I had actually wanted like somebody sexually. Yeah. And it was our first quote unquote date. And, like, I felt like my heartbeat was in my coochie. And that was my first time ever. <laughs> oh, you was with that nigga. Yeah, that was my first time ever feeling like that. But I felt like I can't have sex with him. This is our first time hanging out. Yeah. So we probably talked for a week. I probably went back to see him, and then we did it. It was good. He ended up not being shit, of course. But... <laughs> In my head, I just thought to myself... Niggas always come off like the best thing in the world, right? Oh, but the sex was awesome. But <laughs> I definitely was thinking, I should have just got this out the way... The first night. The first and night. Just, what difference would it made, yeah. Would it have made if I would have dragged out getting to know him and liking him a whole nother week? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I mean, we still kicked it, like, probably for a few months, but... I don't. I feel like I should should have just dove in. Yeah, I mean, you know, niggas always trying to go for it on the. Uh, well, the older I get, the more I can respect a female for not giving it up to me on the first night because it's like, okay, you gonna make me kind of work a little bit for it. You know what I'm saying? But you can um, work for it in in that outing. Right now, not saying that you know it, it takes it makes a, a girl who gives it up on the first night any less of a woman. Um, because of that, because I definitely believe in that vibe. Like, if we vibing out, then what you holding out for? Like, if we feeling it. But I will say from experience, I do believe that sex alters the feelings of a relationship. Definitely for men. 
Yeah, but I can say this from being a woman who dates men sex can definitely have a man be like okay I don't really like her no more yeah for sure now that I got it for sure but it can also make a man be like oh my god I still want to hang out with this girl tomorrow I think it's only only because girls get so comfortable after they after you have sex with them, and then you start seeing these signs to where it's like, oh, I wish I would have, I, I wish I would have liked her more before she really let her hair down. And sometimes that shit is literally take let that it, wig off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, damn, like I was really rocking with you, but you don't got a little too comfortable. Um, but me personally, I like when a girl. It makes me like a girl way more when she can be herself around me. That really. That does something to me. That that makes everything more perfect because it's like, all right, cool. She comfortable. I don't want you all tense and stuff. Like I was dating this one girl and she would like kind of wrap up every time. It's like every time she get up, she would have like the cover over her and she'd be walking. I'm like, yo, I just like smashed and digged in that thing and you you I done saw your whole body and it's like you know she was real self conscious about it, which you know I I respect it and I get it. Um, but I it, don't get it. It wasn't something that I cared about. You yeah. know, like, I don't care. You know, she was just real self-conscious about, um, she had a kid, so she was real self-conscious. Of it, and she had, like, a cut. I didn't care about that. You know, that's you're a woman. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm cool with that. But, you know, just interesting to think. You know, women well, look at Let me let y'all know about Mo real quick. I ain't got no stick, bigger body. I got stretch marks. I got a little... Fupa, all of that. But if I lay down with you, I'm getting out that bed and I'm walking <laughs> however I look. I'm going to probably scratch my booty on the way. <laughs> See, I don't mind shit like that. Like, yo, be yourself. It's, I'm going to laugh at your ass on the way to the bathroom. But it's yeah, going to be funny. But it's going to be funny. And, and I, I feel like men love a woman who's Who's going to be yourself. Like, I don't, I don't really be with all that self-conscious. You know, just like, uh, I don't really Because they knew... When they seen you, that them high waist pants had something up under them. Yeah, for sure. You know <laughs> and they were not worried about it. But okay, let's get into my question. We actually went kind of ham on trap questions, so we gonna make mine a little quicker. Yeah, Which my mine was really, interesting though. <laughs> mine really ain't too, you know. Nah. Basically, I just asked my followers, um, "What's the biggest age difference mm-hmm. that you have dated or would date?" Um, most men were down for whatever. Yeah. Like as long as the woman is can take care of them. <laughs> Which I but mean. or as long as the woman can teach them things sexually. Mm-hmm. Um but And I think a lot of times that's why guys go for um older like me personally to answer the question. The longest I've dated, I wouldn't do this again, but I was twenty, she was thirty three. So that was like the best time of my life almost. I ain't even gonna lie, you know what I'm saying? But what's crazy is she was she really wanted something. You know, and I, I thought that was kinda weird. You know what I'm saying? I used to DJ at parties then. That was just like my fun phase of life. And she wanted to be at the um at the spots with me. She's like, Oh, I wanna come with you and I'm like you old ass. Yeah. old ass. You know all these young girls then you think I want you at the DJ booth with me like I have Hella younger that's my age that's bad. You know what I'm saying? She wasn't no ugly lady, but um she had two kids. She actually had a son that was in high school and I used to like go to the crib and that nigga be watching T V and I used to be like, Yo, it ain't no way I walk into my house and I check this nigga like, Hey nigga, hey, what's up? Nigga, you gonna say hey or something, you know what I'm saying? Um she was in the army, so she used to get up like at 
four in the morning to leave. And I used to be walking around the crib with my drugs. I'm not used to know, like, I'm the man around here. That's crazy. Um, but I used to have to, every night before I went to her crib, I had to take, like, hella shots. Just to, like, Damn. easy, like, I'm going to make sure, you know, I ain't want to disappoint her. You know what I'm saying? I, that's yeah. how, I, at least that's how I felt. But at the time, I didn't realize, like, she picked me. So, obviously, I wasn't disappointing her. But in my head, I was just like, yo, I got to lay it down tonight. To, I would take, like, about five shots of vodka before I go over there. And it's crazy because my sister to be like, yo, she really like you. Like, you go over there every night. I was like, I like her too. You know what I'm saying? For yeah. now, but when she kept pressuring me to try to, like, Settle move down. forward. Yeah, yeah, but she was buying me stuff and everything. Like, that's when iPod Touches the first came out. She was buying me all that shit, but... You know, you was a little sugar baby. I was, I was. She taught me some shit too, though. Well, well the oldest I've dated was eleven years. I think I was twenty two, and he was thirty three. Um, I was in college, didn't really have much family support while I was away at school. So, like, I just felt like he always had me. Like, yeah. So, so you feel like you was just like vulnerable at the time? It was yeah, just... I was because he wasn't a good person all in all, but. Financially, of course, when I needed things or I would do. But most of the time, that's kind of how you fall in those situations. You just vulnerable. They telling you everything you want to hear. They doing everything that you need to do, to get done. Yeah. It's like okay, I'm rocking with this. But when you look back on, it's like eh, it can't really go nowhere anyway. If I wanted it to, right? And I really thought it was gonna go somewhere. And now looking back at it, like why did I even think that? Yeah, that kind of person he is. And then I remember one day I told him. You better really get me to love you while I'm 22 because when I graduate and I have a real job and I have benefits, I'm not going to be checking for you. Yeah. Like this. And then I say, you know what? It's a reason older men sometimes prey on younger women yeah. because they could never get a woman their age with what they have going on in their life right now. Yeah, so sense. the little things that he was doing for me meant the world to me. Then, but if he was doing that shit for me now, I'd be like, okay, nigga. And what? And, and what is this, nigga? What if I can do this for myself? <laughs> <laughs> but hey, people are in your life for a reason to learn. And it got to you. Grow. Hey, it got you to that next level it of did. life that you need. And you learned did. a lot from it. I learned a lot. I met a lot of people through him. Um, I learned how to point out these ancient niggas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's all, you know, it is what it is. Most women are kind of scared today, too much older. I really don't have a problem with having fun and being courted by an older man, maybe like in his 50s. Um, I've, I've been on a date, like a date with people that old, that have kids as old as me. But as far as like dating or a relationship, no, I've never had sex with nobody that old either. Um, now that I think about it, I, I might have, never mind. I think <laughs> I think sex, most sex, but a little play with somebody that older. Yeah, I think most men like to date, you know, date younger because it kind of keeps them on their toes. Although sexually, they may enjoy a younger nigga for you know stamina and all of that. Like these little young niggas. But women, like, we don't always be wanting that all night shit. So but, older, and, and I learned that too. Like honestly, that's unrealistic to me. Like growing up, you used to be like, oh, I'm an all night. I'm a listen. I'm, I will go to sleep. Like, I'm good. You know, I'm going to give you a run. We're going to do it. I'm going to, you know, get it in. One thing I try to do is just make sure, you know, at least when I used to be, I used to be very considerate of the girl, you know, orgasm, you know, making sure she get hers in too. Just to, you know, make yeah. it a little better. But I think that all night thing, that's like unrealistic. Dang. Don't like, do me all you know, night. It's like average 10 to 12 
Thank you, Jesus. But I, <laughs> and my what I got going on right now in is three, good if rounds. I can get forty five because I be wanting ten to twelve, but it'd be forty five one second. Many. Oh. Terrible. <laughs> Not terrible. I love everything. Oh, God. I'm about to cut this out. <laughs> All right, y'all. It's been another episode of Let's hey, Motivate. Thank TL. y'all for tuning in, man. Y'all, like you said, we just free flowing today. So, you got your girl here, Morgan. Once again, you can follow me on everything Mo underscore towns, M O underscore T O W N S. And you can follow your boy, Trav Beasy. At I underscore motive M O T I V underscore the number eight. Make sure you follow the podcast, like, subscribe, rate, all of that good stuff at Let's Motivate T L L E T S M O T I V A T L. And guys, we are giving out our prize that we've been talking about next Friday. Well, this Friday coming up when y'all hear it. Yeah. It'll be this Friday. We're gonna go live, so tune in. We will be drawing a name. Um, I know the few people who have been shouting this out this last month and answering the questions. So be on the lookout. You might be, be getting twenty five dollars. You know what I'm saying? Lunch on us. So keep your fingers crossed, yo. Appreciate y'all for tuning in. We Love out. y'all. Bye.